The night may be long and the dark may be deep, but the answers are there to be found. Whether it's the normal, the abnormal, or the paranormal, you're in the right place. Let's go beyond reality. Welcome to the program. Great to have everyone along with us tonight as what? This is Wednesday, right? We are at hump day. Uh, I have been thinking it's Thursday for the last three days. I don't know why. I don't tend to like to rush the week along. The week tends to go fast enough as it is, but this week has been kind of dragging along, and there's a reason for that. We're excited uh, to have a good friend and a uh, a great uh, paranormal personality, if you will, back with us on the program. It's been about a year and a half, and Rebecca Foster, psychic medium Rebecca Foster, uh, used to appear on the program quite often, and we had a, actually a monthly feature, uh, readings with Rebecca, that we would have on the first Thursday of every month. Everybody uh, got busy doing things. We had to suspend it for a while, but we're just really excited that she'll be back with us tonight. And she will be taking your phone calls to do readings for you, which is one of the great things about Rebecca. She does that for people. And uh, you'll be able to call in. In fact, the phone lines are all busy right now, but you may want to jot down the phone number and keep trying. That's our advice to people who are trying to get through. You just have to keep dialing 607-282-4029 is the telephone number and um, we will be taking those calls in just a few minutes once we get started here be sure to subscribe in all the usual places on youtube on twitch and of course to the podcast version of the show all of those things are easy to find if you just type in my name jv johnson very very simple it'll get you to any of those channels if you're on twitch and you choose to subscribe i will um, warn you there is a charge for that subscription unless of course you link your amazon prime account to it if you do that then there's no fee whatsoever no charge so again i will tell you we will be taking phone calls with rebecca foster rebecca will be doing readings for listeners tonight we uh, love doing this and we get a tremendous response on the phone line so if you are dialing the number Right now, I'm sure you're learning that it's busy, and it will probably be busy most of the night, but just keep trying, because eventually you'll hit it right, and um, if, if the odds are with you, you'll get through. That's what I'm hoping for everyone. Anyway, let's go to a quick break here. Let's get Rebecca into the program, and we'll get this started. It's Beyond Reality. I'm your host, JV. This is going to be a great night. Hey, gang, JV here. You know that great nutrition can lead to a great life, healthy, happy, rewarding. But that nutrition simply cannot be found in the foods we eat alone. Take a minute and assess your health, the way you feel, the way your family feels, the way your kids feel. Health is more than just feeling well. It's also making sure you have a strong immune system, especially in these trying times. Vitamins aren't enough alone. In fact, they have to be the right vitamins, the right supplements made from the most effective ingredients. Otherwise, they don't do the job. It makes the world of a difference. There's a new website you can visit that'll help you navigate these ideas and guide you to better health. There's no obligation. Just visit MyHealthRocksNow.com. That's MyHealthRocksNow.com and start feeling better today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. 
you know, we haven't been in the practice of using Skype to bring our guests on, but we like to do that when Rebecca is on. And it's a bit of a challenge, Rebecca. Every time you and I tried to do this in the past, we'd have this little bit of a uh, difficulty getting things set up. Tonight was no exception, but it seems as though everything's working. It looks like it's working. It does. It always, there's always a technological glitch. Anyway, welcome to the program, Rebecca. It's been so it's been so long since you've been on. You've been up to so many things. Let people know what you've been doing with your time. I you know what? I my readings, um, the private readings, that's where a lot of my work is at that for the during the day. But I've been doing so many galleries on Facebook and then I got hooked on TikTok and TikTok took off. So I'm doing as many one minute readings as I can on there. And the people on TikTok are quite awesome as well. So each group, you know, YouTube and Facebook, TikTok, <clears throat> each has a different kind of vibe to it. So it, it, definitely mixing things up. And I was working on a few other projects. Um, I just, it's never, it's nonstop. It's been a, a crazy, crazy year so far. So well, it hasn't been just crazy for you. It's been crazy everywhere, it everywhere. seems. Yeah, so, you know, that's one of the things I want to ask you. And and just for the people who are listening know, I understand that we might be having a bit of an echo problem. I'm going to be continuing to working on work on this as we talk, so um, bear with us. But uh, as somebody who has a sensitivity to, you know, maybe, maybe the greater energy of humanity, uh, did you feel any of this weirdness coming on when 2020 was approaching? No, I had absolutely no idea. And I guess it's partially because I don't go through every single day or month or anything looking for what could possibly go wrong. It's just not a way to live. And it wasn't really until the end of February when the idea that things were happening um, even came about. And even then, it was not a huge deal here yet. Excuse me. So um, when it when all of a sudden we started hearing that COVID this COVID that it's coming from China, um, I heard a few things and I did share what I heard. Uh, I was kind of hopeful and I, I did misinterpret a little bit because what they told me, they said, Rebecca, don't be afraid. It's going to be like a Passover and I thought, oh, my gosh, cool, Passover. We've got, you know, two and a half weeks until Easter, so this should be done. I mean, I even stuck – I mean, they said treat it like Passover, and I am not Jewish. However, I was freaked out when I got that message, and I did the whole Passover feast, and we put a red sheet across the door, and we, like, I went through everything, and it – has become so much more than just um, an illness. It has become truly a like pandemic of fear than anything else. So many people I'm telling you that I have read for since this all started already had COVID. Some of them didn't even know they had it. And the people that I have read for um, who have experienced and were tested and had COVID. The story is always the same too. It was always, well, I was this, or I felt tired or, and I just moved through it. Um, so I, it's, 
there's so much to it. It's like asking me about the election or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get, we're going to get into some of those things too. And I don't want to put you on the spot with any of that stuff, but um, it's just interesting to get the perspective because so many people who have these sensitivities like you do said, you know, they felt this kind of disturbance, this something was, was happening. No, you know, not everybody could put their finger on what it was. And I don't know that anybody could have predicted it with as much detail uh, because it was just so bizarre. Not something, I mean, yeah. you, even if you had, it had a vision, you would have said, nah, that's crazy. That's not going to happen. Right. Right. No, it was, it was just a crazy idea thinking this is 2020. How can anything like that ever happen again? That would be something so severe as a Passover. I don't know. I think it's just taken on a whole life of its uh, on its own of itself. It certainly has. Um, we're also going to get your opinion as to what we're going to see as we move forward. But let's um, let's sprinkle some listener calls in as we have our conversation, mm-hmm. Rebecca. I know sure. a lot of people have been waiting a long time to have you back on this program to be able to call in and talk to you and get a sense from you what you're feeling about them. So let's start with Lori, who's Hi. calling from Illinois. Hey, Lori, welcome to the program. You're on with Rebecca. Lori, are you there? Hi, Rebecca. There she is. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Hey, welcome to the program, Laura. <laughs> Lori. Hi, Lori. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I just wondered if you got anything good to tell me or something bad or whatever. Oh, well, nothing ever comes through bad. It's never bad. It's always helpful or directive, but... Um, the the main thing that I'm seeing for you... Lori, um, it seems to be revolving around your personal healing, not only on a physical level, but also on a spiritual level. And it seems that the spiritual losses that you have experienced, the personal losses that you have experienced are affecting your health or your well-being. Let's say the energy that you vibrate off and, and what you attract to you is partially due to that magnetism. And so what you are giving off right now, you're going to attract. And so where where that's concerned is you really have to work on healing of self because it seems part of the physical ailment is because your energy is so run down. It's almost as if you're just really in need of a break. Like you need a break. You need a a vacation or to pamper yourself, to take care of yourself. You need to put a lot of self-care right now into making sure you're getting the rest that you need. You're eating properly and you're treating your body in a way that you're thinking, okay, immunity, immunity, lifting that up, toxic people, toxic situations out. Because the main focus right now is tell her that she needs to take care of herself emotionally and spiritually and that will trickle to her physical well-being and that's really really important right now for you um the part that i think um and you know jamie knows that i get to talking so he's gonna have to cut me off when it's time but um the the part of it it seems that there is there's really nobody around for you to bounce off of. It seems like there's a bit of loneliness around you or feeling alone or on a solitary pathway. And so that makes it even harder because all you have is you and whoever you might be talking to, you know, in, in your mind. And so what you also have to realize is that you aren't alone in respect to energies about you. It may be a physical loneliness, but there are 
energies around you that are non-human in a good way. So angelic or white angelic beings that are also with you, along with what sounds to be like a dog. And it, I'm thinking it's a small dog, the way it's yippy a little bit. So it's it's got a yippy bark or a higher pitched bark. And so there is a small dog around you as well. I don't think that's a cat. It's not a meowy whine kind of a thing. It's more of a dog energy. And you, you have, you have this, well, I'd have to say the, um, it's very dim, but you've got not only this white light around you, that's more angelic, but you have a gentleman that's actually standing behind them who seems to be uh, his blur is there but i can i can make out the head the shoulders and the height and he is telling me to tell you hello he's waving hello and um i think i think that's a d initial around him and it might be actually a shortened name so like his name would be like richard but they call him dick or something like that he wants me to acknowledge um, a shorter, a shortened name that you would call him. And then I think it's a D initial duh, as in duck or Donald or something, but a D and he's just waving. Hello. He's just standing there. He's not speaking to me. He's behind the angelic beings and he's waving like very gent. Well, it's his left hand. He's waving with his left hand. So he may even have been left-handed because I always, I'm right. I always wave with my right hand. So maybe he's left-handed, but appears to be waving with his left. Um, Probably go ahead, my, my uncle, Dick, yeah. Oh, your uncle Dick. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Um, and then did you just do something, well, from the hallway that he's looking down, it almost looks like you have your foot, well, you would have your foot up. Um, if you have anything wrong with your right ankle, make sure you tend to it, especially if it is um, if you've twisted it or sprained it. He, he's talking about caring for your left, your right ankle, and he it, telling you to put your feet up, watching the and something about um, in that instance of walking to you. He's also talking about redoing a floor or something so there this may be a sim simple warning of be careful if you have a rug or flooring that is tripping you or is getting in the way um to watch that you don't trip and and like twist your ankle so if you've got something funky that you have to step over or be careful of pay extra attention to it or correct it so okay, okay. pretty cool stuff yeah. Uncle Dick, your Uncle Dick. That's very cool that he would come through and say, hey, how you doing? Yeah, it is, Lori. Thank you so much for the phone call from Illinois. We appreciate it. Again, um, We, if you're trying to call, the phone lines are going to be very busy, so you just have to keep trying. Keep on the phone and keep trying. Let's go to Rhonda. Rhonda's in Georgia. Hi, Rhonda. Welcome to the program. Hey, how are you? Terrific. You're on with Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca. Hi. Hi, Rhonda. I love your energy. First of all, that's fabulous, especially this time of night. <laughs> yeah. I'm a night owl. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wish I was. I wish I was. Um, so, Rhonda, first of all, 
when I'm reading for someone, I go to a beach and the beach is where um, my guides have taught me to understand them. It represents safety, security, and grounding. Water represents problems or situations a person sees coming at them. And it can also represent opportunities. So when I set foot down on your beach, I'm actually not even on the beach yet. And you're like, come on, let me show you around. And so there are a whole bunch of different elements that are happening here. And see that what I'm, what I'm watching is normally you are a very decisive person. You are someone who does not worry about things until it's directly in front of you and, and, and within your grasp to handle. And as we're walking, you're like, this is this is my kitchen over here. And I do a lot of cooking. And then there's this boat and it's been sitting here forever. And I really don't know if I'm going to get in the boat. And this is my pier. So this is where I stop here for a moment, because what this tells me is the fact that you're pointing out this kitchen to me and excuse me too, you know, if you're watching on, um, video right now, the camera is normally my eye and I'm like eye contact, but when I'm reading, I'm looking at where I'm at. So I'm not making eye contact on an earthly level. Um, so you say, this is my kitchen. And the fact that you are pointing out that you have a kitchen on your beach, this tells me that you are someone who takes care of everyone. It doesn't matter if they're family, friend, or stranger. The kitchen is a place where you put together comforting meals and comfort foods for people who are stuck in the water, lost in the water, who are drowning in life right now. And you provide them a meal. They get out of the water long enough to just catch their breath. And you say, now, you know, you're in a little bit of trouble. You, you know, you have to make your, you have to make your way back into the water. You can't stay here. I'm not going to enable you for this. Um, and you send, you know, you feed them and then you send them on their way. And it's, it's a, it's a good way to be because you're giving people that you run across that, that you run across, you're giving them help and support that maybe they're not getting from someone else. The other thing is that you say you've got this boat that's been sitting here forever. That means that at some point God has given you an opportunity to be able to go out on the water and, and better yourself, um, to bring the really positive things back to your beach. And you haven't done this yet. And it may simply be because when I look at your energy, first of all, you're very content, but then also it, there the fact that you're always doing for others means that you put yourself last. So this boat sitting here and it's, it's fine. It's anchored. I'll get to it when I get to it. That that's kind of what you, but you also have your own life to live. So as though, even though you're still, you're taking care of other people, you have to make sure that you are fulfilling what opportunities are brought to you as well. Cause that opens new doors for you. And then lastly is that peer. The peer means, and you haven't been on the peer for a while. Cause the peer is actually a little, looks like a little green with algae or mold. Um, you haven't walked out on it, but what the peer represents to me is not being able to make your mind up about something. And so you're kind of <laughs> hanging on to one thing. Yeah. You're, and this isn't yep. normally you. Okay. But hanging on to something, hope, you know, waiting to see, is this going to turn out for me or do I still need to, to hang on to this back here? And so, right. It, and the pier is okay for a little while, but eventually you have to get in that boat that's sitting there. You absolutely have to. And I think you'd be pleasantly surprised because the anchor represents God. And he's hanging on to this boat on your beach for a reason because he's saying, 
girl, I want you, I want you to go out and experience this stuff. It's, it's, it's not just me throwing a boat at you. It is get in, go out, experience, and then go back to your beach completely newly fulfilled. So that's pretty awesome. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank and you. make up your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the call from Georgia, Rhonda. We appreciate you phoning in. We're going to try also to take a few um, non-call readings. We have some people in our chat rooms that are just physically unable to call. Um, is that okay, Rebecca, if we do that? Yeah, no, sure. Give me a name. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Mm -hmm. so, so Nick in our Twitch chat room, um, he is unable to physically call, and he asks, what do you see for my friend Shanna? I think it's Shanna, S-H-A-N-N-A. What do you see for my friend Shanna and I? Are we getting together in the near future or not? Okay. So, Nick, when I see your energy, I actually see um, an, I see you in an older home, and I'm seeing what looks like older floorboards or old wooden floors. And when I, if I were to walk into this room, I would want to actually sit down with you and talk history. I know that sounds strange, but there is something historical about your energy that feels almost, and I know your question is about you and Shanna, but what you need to understand is so much more than who you are um, or who you believe yourself to be because you have a very old soul. It is very historical. and you need to understand who you are. And um, I, I do, I want to sit back and talk um, before I lose this whole thing that's coming at me. I want to bring up these deep conversations with you. And part of that would be because past life will, um, when there's a residue from a past life experience, that we end up dying usually is the case before we feel we're able to accomplish a task or to do something significant, we will carry that residue with us into the next life. And looking at this situation and I, you know, I see you sitting there and I'm actually going to pull you out of this, this room that they're putting you in. I'm going to put you down on your beach and you have this medical thing going on as well. So you definitely are an old soul, Nick. And part of the situation with Shanna seems to be unrequited love in a previous life. So in order to win her over or to whatever hook, like, did you say hook up with her? I don't know what the words were. The words um, were, uh, are we getting together? To get together with her, you're going to have to really, and I don't want to say you have to become what she wants, but there is a level that it looks like her soul is, is setting for a level to reach. And in order to be who she needs, you're going to have to be who you are supposed to be. And there is a lot of history there in your past life that feels both um, one of them being medical and the other one being, again, this historical being. And um, I don't think that you ended up with her previously because a lot of times the most important people in this life with us, um, they will 
have spent time with us previously. We kind of choose them again in different capacities in our next lives. I don't see Shanna having been with you previously. And if this is somebody whom you're really pining for, you're going to have to raise the bar for yourself in order to meet whatever level is that she has set for her own, which is great. And she's got a standard. So if you want her, you're going to have to reach for it. But I also want you to recognize yourself in the process as to the age of your soul and the purpose as to being here. Um, there's so much more. Get your education to something about higher education. Hope that helps you, Nick. Um, one thing I know for certain tonight is we will not get to everyone's questions in chat and or everyone's phone calls. Uh, the phone lines are, are con- going to be continually busy. If you're trying, please continue to try. You may get through. Hopefully you get through eventually. But what I did want to make sure we talked about briefly, Rebecca, is if mm-hmm. people don't get through tonight, but they still want to connect with you to have a private uh, session with you or maybe even participate in one of your other on- online sessions, how would they do that? Yes. Well, if if somebody goes to my website, godstool.com, um, most of the links are there for the YouTube. Even if you go on Google and you just do Rebecca Foster PhD, it's going to pull up the Facebook page and the YouTube page. And randomly, I will get on and do free galleries there so people can... Um, Get, just take part in one of those. And again, they're free. And I'll read as many people as I can. Uh, energy has been so low lately. And I've kind of wanted to just recluse and hide in a corner lately. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, you know, um, if you are really wanting something private, it's going to be a while. I, I'm just telling you the the private readings are pushed out. And I even opened up more days to be able to help people out. But um, I also have to take care of me, so I have some me time fit in there. So let's go to oh boy, let me just. This is Addison. I got to look again to see where Addison is calling from. Addison is calling from Missouri. Hey, Addison, welcome to the program. You're on with Rebecca. Hi, hi, Addison. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I am good. I am good. Okay, Addison. Interesting. I say interesting a lot, not in like a, I say it in a peculiar way. As I'm wandering with you on your beach, you're showing me around and you have this, your energy is very kind and it is very welcoming and it is very explanatory. You're explaining a lot of things to me, very talkative. Um, You're a very complex individual because I'm seeing so many different aspects where you are a person who's a very loyal friend. You're very good to those who are in need, but you are also, because you are misunderstood, you also need people. And that is a very difficult situation when, especially right now, when everybody is being quarantined and separated to have to be alone or to go through something when you need people around you is very difficult. And one of the lessons that really is set out for you that will benefit you so greatly is to find all of the places, and this is good for anybody to do, but this is your message. You want to spend some time and go, okay, looking at myself, 
this is where I was hurt. This is where somebody left. This is where someone died. You want to go through your energy and visualize it. And you want to see all the places that you are suffering or feeling pain. You want to pull that darkness out. You want to hold it in your hand. You want to look at it and acknowledge it. And you want to say, this represents this. And then you want to watch it go up in flames and then blow the ashes away. And then you want to go, okay, I just pulled this out of here, this sadness. I pulled it out. I took it out and I removed it. But I love baking. I love to bake. Baking makes me such a happy person. So I'm going to shove baking into that spot. And I love reading jokes and I love laughing and I'm going to push all the jokes in this side. And I really love to knit. I love to jog. All of the things that you love to do, you're going to push and pack and visualize where you're putting them and where all the darkness is that you've pulled out. What you are doing by doing that is you are filling yourself up with everything good about you. You are not shopping. You are not eating. You're not buying animals. You are not doing things that absolutely will not fulfill you. You are filling you with you. And that is so important because what you want is to want the people in your life, not so much have to or need them so much that you can't exist without them. And your guides are very adamant about this because there's a lot of times where you think you're crazy and you're not crazy. You're not. You just you need to find you more than anyone in this world right now. There was this one saying once that it's it was something along the line of um, the only person someone should be afraid of a woman finding is herself. I don't know who wrote it, but it was genius. But it goes for men as well. Once you find yourself, you... That's exactly what you need to do is find you, find yourself. What makes you tick? What makes you happy? It's so important to your journey right now. And I hope that makes sense to you. But it's, it's very important that you find you. Do you right now. Absolutely do all about you. So hopefully that helps you out. It does. Thank you so much. Thank you for the call, Addison. Thanks so much. Okay. Uh, um, Alina is another chatter, and she wants to know um, if you could just do a reading. What do you sense? What do you feel for Alina in our chat room? Alina, I I see new beginnings about you, and I also see pregnancy around you. And it almost feels like this is something that either you don't think is possible or it hasn't happened. There's some form of difficulty about it. This might be due to CPOS, um, PCO. What did I just say? Oh my gosh. PCOS. Yes. PCOS. Why did I call it CPO? I don't even know. You know what I'm talking about? PCOS. Um, POS. I don't even, I can't, it's too late. It's one of those, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. And it feels like um, almost like restricted blood flow. And those are very contradictory, too, because one, too much blood flow can create more cysts and issues there. And not enough will prevent a pregnancy. 
Um, so I'm being told to tell you to take some D3. And usually the human body is good up to 100,000 um, international units, but you don't want to do that because that will screw up. You'll be in the bathroom all day. So if you can go to Walmart or Walgreens and get a little caplet, about 5,000 international units, I use IU a day. And you get that blood serum going up to about 23,000. And not only will it remove the cysts in your body, but it will also prevent many cancers and other illnesses. And this, there is a little boy that looks like he's wanting to come down to you if he isn't on his way already. So take care of it that way. That's that, that is your message. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Alina. I, I need to ask you, Rebecca, before we go to our next phone caller, um, yeah. I, I know the answer to this question, but we have a lot of people that have joined the program since you've been on last, and uh, you talk in terms of beaches quite often. Why and what's the significance of that? When I first started reading, I was not, I, I, I used tarot cards, and that was my crutch. It was like, that's what I thought I needed to use, and I was told you have a gift, stop using tarot cards. And I said, okay, I'll try something else. And I said, well, how am I going to understand what you're telling me? And they put me on a beach and said, okay, this is what this means. And every little thing that they gave me, um, not only did it take time because I had to figure out looking at, okay, why am I seeing this on this person? Later people would say, when you were talking about that, this is what was going on. Oh, okay. Now I see what that means. And it was repetitive to the point where not only did my guides help me with that, but people I was reading for when I was unable to interpret something they would say, well, this is what was going on. And, um, that the beach basically represents safety and security grounding. It's the first place I put everybody most of the time, except in this situation and water of any kind represents problems. But if a person is in the water, it tells me they're, they're drowning. They're having a lot of problems. Um, if they're on the water in a boat, that's good. It represents opportunity, but there's so many different places now and spirit through through this whole pandemic has shown me several different places. It's just the beach has gotten crazy. So I think that yeah. might even be an understatement. Let's go to Natasha. I believe it is in Arkansas. Hi, Natasha. Welcome to the program. Hi. You're Hi, on. Natasha in Arkansas. Sorry, Jason isn't even here and I'm already talking <laughs> over you. <laughs> yeah. Natasha is in Arkansas. That's right. Hi, Dr. Rebecca. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Okay. So, Natasha, I see, I actually see a little boy around you. Um, so either this is a living child or um, an energy, but he does, um, he does associate you with him as a mother figure. Um, the thing is, is that I see you and you are, as I'm watching you, you look like you're really in your own head. You're really in your own head and you're talking to, well, you think you're talking to yourself, but you're not. We never just talk to ourselves. It's always our guides or God. And as you are doing this, there is this, I don't know what the right word would be. Maybe a feeling of taking advantage or taken for granted. Um, it's almost as if 
you know, when we do things as humans, we want to feel needed. We want to feel like what we're doing actually has a purpose. That's probably a better way to put it. It's purposeful. It it means something to others that we're doing this for them. And when all of a sudden it becomes an expectation, it takes all of the love out of it. And as I'm watching you sitting there, it is as if people have looked past whatever good you are doing or whatever you are doing to better not only yourself, but your environment and your situation, your your everything about your life. Uh, it's it's as if it's just like, why am I doing this? Why? What does it even matter? Who cares? Because people aren't paying attention to it anymore. So there's this feeling of or look a look of defeat on your face. The important part here is that you realize that when we are defeated or when we are feeling completely broken, it is not a time to vocalize that pain. And we don't want to internalize it either. So the best thing to do is to share it with God and share it with spirit through your heart and through your mind. because. What happens is when we are defeated and broken and on our knees and and just bent, those darker mm-hmm. things, they overhear our conversations and they hear us saying uh, how upset we are or how sad we are. And they say, hey, we got a live one over here. Natasha's down for the count, man. Come kick her some more. Make sure her she doesn't get up. Make sure that you punch her and beat her up and bring her to tears. And make sure she is repeatedly saying she's no good and nobody cares about her. And why is she still here? And she'll just start saying these things to herself. And this is what we want, because obviously Natasha has something massively important to do in this lifetime. And if we take her out, then we're going to take out all the people that she's not going to do for or help or save. And that's why self-defeat is so dangerous, because we start going, why did I do that? I was so stupid. Oh my God, nobody even cares. And they're like, up, oh, repeat, put that on repeat. And it's, it's just, you have to pick yourself up and brush yourself off. And you have to tell every dark angel out there to go back to hell and kiss the feet of Jesus because you don't have time for it today. And then you need to figure out a new plan. Okay. You definitely need to do that. And, you know, it's funny. I always say if your face cream doesn't remove your wrinkles within two years, it's time for a new face cream. So consider all the people and situations in your life right now that are not removing those wrinkles and get rid of them. (laughs) Thank you so much. Natasha, thank you for the call from Arkansas. Um, Before we take another caller, um, I did want to ask about your sensitivities a little bit, Rebecca, you're a psychic medium. When you do a reading for pers- for somebody, which side of that does, does the information come from? Are you connecting with spirit guides? Are you connecting with some type, type of psychic, psychic fabric? Where do your, where does the information you're passing on come from? Well, it comes from God and, you know, even in the Bible, it says we don't converse directly with God. It's more through the Holy Spirit. So those messages are passed from God through Holy Spirit and spirit guides. And that's how I'm able to, regardless of where a person is, read them 
and without information because we just connect so infinitely to everyone. And it is um, also a feeling because of energy. So when I wrap myself around someone and I find their energy and I can feel what they're feeling and if they're sick or if they have a stomachache or a headache, I pick up all of that as well. Uh, and everybody can do it. Everyone who is listening right now, everyone can do it. It just takes some tuning and fine tuning and practice and honing. And not everybody has the same gift. Some people dream everything. I don't dream everything. I, you know, some people do. I don't. I um I don't have any of those sensitivities, and, and maybe they're buried somewhere deep inside me, but I've never been able to access them, and I don't have I the patience to try, Rebecca. I just no, don't have the patience. I think you do, though. I absolutely, I know you well enough, and I think you do read people really well. I mm. think you read people, and yeah, I'm pretty sure you read people well. well maybe we'll put that to the test some night. Um, let's talk to Tage, and I think it's Tage in Wisconsin. Is it Tage? It's Paige with a P. Paige with a P. My my call screener uh, put Tage. Maybe that was just a typo. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Paige, welcome to the program. You're on with Rebecca. Hi, Thank you. Paige. Hi, Rebecca. I'm so excited to talk with you. I know. That's fabulous. You have wonderful energy. Where at in Wisconsin? Um, just About. north of Milwaukee. I am north of Milwaukee. So high five. Boop. Yay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Okay, so um, first off, you have such an amazing energy. So you have this professional side of you that feels very um, feels very healing. But then you also have this other side of you that's very passionate, kind of like a cake decorator. I know that sounds weird, but that's how your energy feels. It feels very professional over here, very policied and procedured and this is how you get this done and everything has its own place and it's dot your I's and cross your T's and make sure but then over here there's like and all the colors and sparkles and party hats and glitter I mean there's this whole other side of you that I absolutely love what this tells me first off is that you are balanced enough that you're able to um Rec you, you just put it this way. You're balanced in a way that you know what to keep, what to remove and how to behave when you have to be in a certain situation, kind of chameleon like uh, represents an old soul. But then you also have a side of you that is very um, I don't it's not immature. It is childlike that remains kind of like half full, teachable and hopeful with all of the ideas that white knights and fairies and pixie dust all absolutely still exist and they're all possible within our life. So it means you are a non jaded adult, which is fabulous. Um, but you have the ability to balance. The thing that I'm seeing here is making sure that you are and I'm pretty sure you already do this, but making sure that you are honest with yourself in all relationships, um, because I really, I don't want to see that part of you that it's that really beautiful, fun, light part of you ever ruined, um, because it's so again, hopeful, um, to be very careful of who you choose and mean girls suck. So don't pick mean girlfriends. Um, 
make sure you have those ladies around you and you probably already do, but make sure you have those ladies around you who you can sit and laugh with and, and have those like hilarious conversations and know that you're not sitting around talking about other women at the table. And you know, I'm always fun. I'm always up for some fun gossip. It's fun. But when it comes down to downright rude and mean, you have an ability to lead people. So make sure that if that happens, you're just like, that is not, there's none of that, none of that at this table and lead people in that direction because you do have that HR kind of um, healing energy thing going on. Um, Again, that healing word came through again for you. It's interesting. You have tears of a clown too. So you're just that smiley, happy-go-lucky person that nobody checks on because you're the one lifting everybody else up and then you go silently cry with a glass of wine in the bathroom when nobody's looking. Um, you pick yourself up, you go back out, you handle it, and nobody knows anything else, nothing different. It's interesting. Um, very quickly. Yeah, I know. And very, very, very quickly there, there is about to come a change for you where work is concerned and you're going to be asked to learn something or to be trained in something. So work is going to take on a little bit of a different, a change, which will require learning and education. Wow. You hit the nail on the head because I do work in HR and I work for education. So amazing. Wow. See, when she, when, when Rebecca said HR, she said you have a little HR. I thought she was going to follow that with puffin stuff and I was going to be concerned. <laughs> so thankfully that makes a lot of sense now. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> Paige, thank, thank you, you for, yeah. Thank you for the phone call. Sorry for mispronouncing your name in the beginning. Another chat room question. This is from, and I think it's Gita. It's spelled G E E T A. And then I asked for a phonetic spelling and I got G I T A. So I think it's Gita. And she wants to know, Rebecca, if you have a sense about her love life specifically as it uh, relates to her ex. Okay. Gosh, you know, Gita, when it comes to your ex, I feel like you have to go a long way to get to him. And maybe an actual distance between the two of you, miles and miles, but also the spiritual distance, the, the level of emotional distance is so great. It also feels like in order to go to him, you'd have to go backwards. That you can't, you just cannot do that. That's like a caterpillar begging the butterfly to stay on the branch with him. For what? It's going to take you months to evolve and to change into a butterfly. And you want me to stay here and wait while you hang yourself and God only knows how long this is going to take. You might not even survive doing that. No, no, Gita. No about the ex. Mm-mm. Too much that you would have to put on hold for yourself for this person to maybe catch up to you. It's just not even feasible in this lifetime. Mm-mm. No. All right, Gita. Thank you for the question in our chat room. Um, let me see here. We have Cynthia in New Jersey. Cynthia, you're on with Rebecca. Hi, how are you? Hi, Cynthia. Cynthia, it's Cynthia. Okay, Cynthia. I'm yeah. good. I'm good. I'm good. 
All right. So you've got threes around you. I was made to say your name three times. I said I'm good three times. I'm starting to sound like Rain Man, but that's not. It's, <laughs> it was put into my mouth like that. So threes, triplicate threes. That's a very good thing because that represents Father, Son, Holy Spirit. It represents the divinity and Holy Trinity. And so it also means to trust your gut to trust your instincts. It means, listen, when you hear something, pay close attention to it. Don't disregard what your soul is telling you or what your guides are telling you. And you can always check an answer and question and think, was that me or was that you guys? Simply by asking. Mm -hmm. Because... Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, Rebecca, you still there? You oh, froze up for a second. Okay, you're good. And yep, you're good. You, you froze up yep. for a second, Rebecca. You're there. No, then. I'm here. Am I froze? Okay, I'll go back. I'll repeat. So when you ask with your mind, when you go into your mind and you ask something nonverbal, only God is able to answer those questions. And mm -hmm. so then you're going to know, okay, I'm getting the same thing. I'm getting my confirmation. Um, listen to uh, also to music. Um, songs will play to confirm and affirm what you are feeling and thinking and, ex and experiencing. And it feels as if I, it's almost like you are walking, well, you're barefoot and barefoot's important because barefoot means that nothing is holding you back right now. So no person and no situation external to you is holding you back right now. You're able, and you're wearing this long white, oh, that's also very cool because this long white oversized gown, that represents faith and spiritual work in your life right now. It also, mm -hmm. I'm supposed to tell you about a healing going on within you right now, covered in white light, and you're about to walk through a God, a door that God has provided. And again, this is all white light, which means you are about to do some massive, massive work in other people's lives based on your story and your experiences. And again, I'm supposed to reiterate a healing going on within you. And then a father yeah. figure comes through and also says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, like repeatedly saying, I'm sorry. And so this is a male <laughs> figure, like father figure oh. that comes through apologizing to you as you're walking through this door. So there is also major closure as you go through this physical healing. You're also going to go through an emotional healing and you're going to be more whole in the next six months than you've ever been in your entire life. You're going to feel it and you're going to share it and you're going to preach it. Because you're going to use it to help save other people. It's pretty cool. I've lost someone very um, special to me within the last six months. Um, it's been very difficult for me. Okay. Um, yeah. And so um, I don't know exactly where my life is going since the passing. Um I don't know if this person is still with me. It's been Is there an A or a short A sound around his name? That is it like like Adam yes. or Alan a short A yes. sound? Yes. 
yes, very much around you. And he, I know this is weird, but he tastes like that red Austral- Australian licorice. I know that sounds so strange. It's like strawberry licorice or something. It's not even cherry and it's red and you, and it's chewy and it gets stuck in your teeth. So he wants you to, he's coming across to you as a delicious annoyance. <laughs> That's the only way I can put it. You know, like it's so good. You can't stop eating it, but you're also picking it out of your teeth as you eat that. Um, and he right. smells like strawberries. Um, he wants you to know that this is a doorway you have to go through. It's a doorway that you must, he keeps saying, he's sorry, um, he's sorry. <laughs> and he is telling you, you've got to walk through this doorway because this is a healing that is also going to affect you wholly and also within your stomach. So all of the stomach problems you've been dealing with are all due to stress and there's, and, and, and it will all, it will all move past as well. Intestinal stomach stuff will all move through literally. Okay. But he's with you. He's around you. Yes. Hope, hope that Thank helps, you. Cynthia. Yeah, hope that helps. Um, a- anytime you're dealing with loss, um, it's difficult. But when you get a bit of a reassurance like that, Rebecca, it 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 helps helps ease it a little bit anyway, right? It does. Just knowing that somebody's there, um, even if you can't see them. We don't we don't die. We just go on to a completely different existence outside of this flesh and bone. It's terrifying. I know. It's like, where do we go? What happens? And even me seeing where people are going and how they live it, I'm thinking, I don't want to go anywhere yet. I want to be like 125 and I want to see everybody else around me die before I go. <laughs> I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go before anybody else. Oh boy. Be careful what you wish for. Um, I know. I, I want you to once again, give your websites and your YouTube channel and all that. So people who are listening, who can't get through and and would like to have a session or, or maybe join you for one of your online galleries or whatever it happens to be, I'll let people know how they can do that. Uh, just go to godstool.com. Um, that is the best way to reach me there. And I'm also on Facebook. I'm on TikTok. I'm on YouTube. If you search most things, if you search Rebecca Foster, PhD, or Dr. R. Foster, you're going to find me. It's very simple. And there's just so many ways to reach me. I'm finding that out now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have another chat room um, question. Cindy mentioned that her mom passed away in June. She wasn't able to talk to her before her mother passed away. Do you feel anything or sense anything for Cindy from her mom? Um, No. And, you know, and I do sense something. And I'm saying no, meaning I was conversing there for a minute. Her mother was not really able to converse anyway. If she were there, there was some form of lack of ability to communicate anyway with her vocalizations. And so looking at that situation, I'm supposed, well, mom is now in what appears to be a, that looks like a, a light blue or a periwinkle indigo blue looking dress. Her, excuse me, her hair is very short, almost pixie cut. And she, well, she's talking a lot and I'm trying to pull from what she's saying. Um, one, it's very simple. It's okay. Two, It's nothing like she expected up there. 
and now she remembers. She, she can breathe. There's no closure. She's able to breathe. And she loves her gardens. She's loving her gardens. So don't, do not, do not be sad for her. Do not cry for her. These are her words. I'm just repeating her. And it, you know, it's a lot easier said than done. But I can tell you that when people die, one of the hardest things to deal with is the fact that the living is left behind with heartache and you're healthy and you're good and you can, you know, move on and do what you want to do. But you've got the living who are grieving your loss. And imagine being gone and looking at people that you love who are having a hard time and going, I'm right here. I'm okay. Please stop crying for me. Just please don't. So think of her a couple tears if you have to, but for the most part, just be happy, be happy and talk to her. Cause she's listening. There you go, Cindy. Um, we're going to go to the phone line again here. This is Rachel from Ohio. Rachel, before you talk to Rebecca, are you the same Rachel in our chat room that asked a question or a different Rachel? Yeah. Okay. Cause the I, same I one. okay. Awesome. That I don't have, I have it on the list here to ask, but I don't have to because you're here now and uh, go ahead and uh, you, you're on with Rebecca. Hi, Rachel. How are you? Good. How are you? I am good. I am good. I will definitely find something for you here. Um, you have a lot. You have a lot about to happen. Um, it feels from looking at you. You've been on your beach for a long time almost in a feeling of limbo or a feeling of spinning your wheels as if you um, know something's going to happen. You just don't know what it is. Like, what am I supposed to do? I, I know I'm, things are supposed to be happening. I just don't know what. So those kinds of circumstances always make us feel like we are in this horrible limbo. Well, you're actually packing this boat and you're putting all of this stuff into this boat, and you're like, I'm going for a ride. I'm packing my boat. I'll be back later. And you're like yelling at everybody else who's on their own beach, and um, you, do, you don't really have much. You're just kind of putting like some cheese and a pillow and a blanket into the boat and all of the things that you need, and they're very humble. It's not like you're loading it up with Prada shoes, which you don't want shoes on anyway, but you're very, it's very humble in what you're putting into this boat. That's one of the best ways to be is just humble, knowing that you are, we all are so insignificant and that there is so much that at the same time that we are capable of achieving because we are so each of us is so awesome and what we're able to contribute. So you are getting into this boat barefoot and you're about to push off again. It's a humble boat. And it is, um, I just, I just saw a ghost uh -oh. run past the door. <laughs> <laughs> we have quite a few, but I did just see it wow. go by the door. Okay. So back to you. So, so you're in, Getting into this boat and going out barefoot, it means nothing is holding you back. Nobody is saying, you can't do this. That's a stupid idea. Why would you do that now? 
it is also a time that it feels like you may be doing things to show everybody else that you can do it. And not so much that you're spiting anything, but it's more like, I am going to go do this and nobody's going to stop me. And so make, and the fact that you weren't really filling a lot up in the boat, except a few basic needs, make sure that you do think about, this is what I need. This is who I have to be. This is what I have to do. Set a goal, focus on the goal, and then get in the boat. Because right now, as humble and as awesome as it is, you still need the goal marker. And if you don't have the goal yet, that means you don't have all of the ingredients you need to make this boat trip a success. So keep everything you've got going on, but focus on the goal. Because when you do that, no matter how far in the distance you're going, everything else blurs out and you can use that peripheral vision to work around everything you need to to get to that goal. But the moment if you're not fully prepared, you're going to stop and you're going to look at everything in the way and be like, oh my gosh, look at the puppy. And you just completely lost sight of the goal. <laughs> and that, you know, and I can totally see you doing that, like completely wandering Oh, look at the puppies in the middle of the road. <laughs> and so you just that have to make sweet. sure you made. I know, I know, I know. It's not hysterical, but you are just a very generous, loving, completely um, non-earth focused person. Put it that way. You're just, you're not. You are not focused on the earthly things, the material things. It's all very in the moment, lovey-dovey, dream catchers, lava lamps, beanbags, and puppies. <laughs> and that's all good. Rachel, you, Rachel you had asked, and I just want to make sure you feel uh, like um, you know, you, you've got what Rebecca was saying here in relationship to your question, uh, because you had asked in chat if you, if uh, Rebecca felt that it was okay for you to be happy at some point, I'm assuming that you have been unhappy for a while. That's you getting on the boat. Oh, we lost her. Yeah. Okay. She hung up. She hung up before I could ask that question. Well, anyway, thank you, uh, Rachel for calling in and thank you for your question. Um, before I make you do another reading, Rebecca, um, talk about uh, this angst that people are feeling, particularly in this country. Um, you know, we're we're being forced to deal with a lot of changes, and those changes, uh, I think, a lot of people are are dutifully accepting, um, but people are starting to get a little bit frustrated. Does that angst change the way we interact with our with our spiritual selves, and maybe? even with people that have departed that, that look over us. Absolutely. Um, first of all, let me make it clear that I will never get used to the new normal ever. Um, this is not normal, this world we live in right now. <laughs> so yeah, we'll just not. put that out there. Good, I'm with you. Um, okay, so the, the thing that's happening here, and it's been actually happening over the last couple of years very slowly, is, is an awakening. And what is happening is people, there's, okay, such as myself, that, you know, this is what I've been doing for how many years? So for me, it's not that big of a deal at this point. But for somebody who has lived their life focused on the earthly things, 
who has believed that maybe they don't have a relationship with God or that God doesn't exist and spirit and when we you know doesn't exist and when we die we go to the blackness or nothing else exists all of a sudden this awakening is happening and people are going wait a second okay am i crazy or am i feeling this am i crazy or am i experiencing this and so people are absorbing all of this um awakening so to speak this universal language these feelings these vibrations and they are personalizing it and signing off on it as they're depressed or they're crazy or they've lost their minds and in fact it's not anything to do with that it is basically people are awakening to the idea that they are not just a physical being but actually this soul connected to everyone else and they're feeling the universal collective and the pain and all the anger and angst that is happening in this world. And they're going, I'm going to stay home today and eat a carton of ice cream because I'm depressed. No, you're not freaking depressed. You just felt all of the hell that has been happening in, let's say, Portland. You're feeling that vibration of hurt and pain and anger. You're feeling all of it. And it's not just the people who are being hurt to say that it's this side it's both sides so you it, it it's people are feeling this horrible universal collective energy and they're taking it on them themselves this is what i've been dealing with since covid hit this is why we've had so many suicides because yeah. people are left to their own devices you know quarantined alone and going i think i'm losing my mind and they're not there's so many other things going on behind the visuals and this is where I, you know, been struggling to just get out there and help people realize you're not crazy. Well, some of us might be, but <laughs> some of us prefer to be actually. <laughs> oh, you know, I don't I don't like that feeling at all. Yeah. I don't like that feeling, but it's it's waking up and going, hey, wait a second. This actually makes sense. Let's go to Shannon. Shannon is in North Carolina. Hi, Shannon. Welcome to the program. Hi, thank you so much, Dr. Foster. I'm so excited to meet you. Hi. Yes, I know. I'm 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 super excited to be back on here tonight. It's it's been a lot of fun talking to y'all and um it's a good thing. It's definitely a good thing. Okay. So for you, your guides are talking about well, you have a handful of keys actually. And these keys, as you are walking, you are like walking down the street and you have these people behind you and you turn around and you open the door and you go, this one's for you. And you open the door and the people go in and you're like, oh my gosh, hey, this is so okay. And then you walk to the next sidewalk and you go up to the house and you go, this one is for you. And you unlock the door and you put these people. And it's really interesting just watching because I've never really seen that before where somebody is opening and unlocking doors for people. Uh, facilitating the movement or the protection of a of a house, and the part of it is because houses represent people. So, if this is a mansion, this tells me this is what a person how they see themselves. If this is a little cottage, this is how they see themselves. And so, the fact that you have these keys and you are opening doors and letting people in, it means that at some point or in some capacity, you're either right now or about to help people realize who they are. 
And it would be either through counseling or through guidance of some form that you are bringing people back to the knowledge of who they are. And it, it may even be through ministry or through the church that you're able to do this. And if, if somebody asks you, ah, I just got hit in the eye. If somebody asks you to do something like that, don't ask yourself, like, how am I going to do this? Or why? how am I going to open these doors for these people? If it's brought to you, it's because someone believes in you enough that you could very well do it. And, you know, even Moses stood there and he was like, I'm only one dude. And you want me to get millions of people out of Egypt with a stick? <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, you know, we a lot of times things are placed on us. Uh, but I'm watching you open these doors to, for all of these people. And you're holding the keys. You're the one that is empowering them to be able to open that door. Um, now, the only thing is, is that you have these really beautiful heels on. Now, they are. They're, they're like brown, beige, shiny, patent, spiky heels. And they're beautiful. But you shouldn't be in shoes. And so what this represents in these shoes is that you're going to be doing all this. However, there is either a situation or a person that is personally that is standing in your way, external to you. And they're saying, why are you going to get stupid? You can't do that. And you'll be, you know, you'll say to yourself, I want to do this. I'd love to do this, but I can't because. And so. Sometimes we have legitimate reasons as a because is I'm taking care of my grandma and she's sick. Or it's if I don't have dinner on the table and Dale's going to be mad. So I have to make sure I can't go because I have to have dinner on the table. And when those shoes represent more a feeling of guilt or personal feeling of guilt from you that you are turning things down or you may turn opportunities down because you're like, well, if I say yes to that then I'm not going to be home for dinner or I'm not going to, you're not, it's not a legitimate reason. Let's just make it clear. There is a personal opportunity for you, not only to personally grow and change your perspectives, but to help people around you. So don't let other people with selfish reasons and agendas make you pack your bags for guilt trips because it's just, it's not feasible. It's just, it's, you're going to have to put that aside and realize that you're doing some good work and unlocking doors for people. I'm not sure how you're going to do it. Of that makes a lot of sense in my life. I've, I've suffered a yes. lot of loss and a lot of trauma and have really just been good. Struggling. That is fabulous because that's not me. Okay. That's just me passing on a message that this is recognized in you and if you write, write it down, write a book, sing a song, write some lyrics, but do something that is going to help open other, help other people open doors. Even if it means saying, look, I was in your shoes and I've been there and I've done it. And this is how I open this door. Here's the key. I'm handing that key to you and get through it. Do you see any, any specific people around me? This looks like a mother figure around you. Um, and it may even be like a grandmother on the maternal side of the family. But mm -hmm. she, 
Okay, so the thing about that is that it, people will come to me to talk to the living, not because this is how they are still, because once we die and go to heaven, the veil is lifted and we realize either how stupid we were or how good we were or, wow, I did a good job. Um, so this individual is coming actually to express who she may have been in life, but not is now, uh, mm -hmm. is not now. But there is some kind of caustic behavior that comes from her that is very strict. And it is caustic behavior in a way that is very, I think, too honest for a child. It's <laughs> the only way I can put it. I feel like I don't want to know what you absolutely think about me. I don't want to know what you think about the situation the way that you're putting it. I mean, isn't there a way you could maybe teach me differently or sugarcoat it? So she's trying to express um, an apology to you about the way that she may have not been able to convey messages properly. I know exactly who that is. And it's an apology. Oh, it shouldn't be. Wow, it really should not be. Mm. Um, there honestly are three very major people in my life that I have lost. And I mean, to the significant enough to the point, my mother paid for tickets for a John Edward um, small session, trying to put me in the right place at the right time, just to, to help me hear something or find something that would give me some peace. And uh -huh. it, it's been a struggle. Yeah. I can Yeah. Did you I have more, Rebecca? I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, no, no. It's okay. I was just going to say, you know, one of the things that you can do is to see those people that have basically have left you without an ability to get any closure on a verbal level and to see those mm -hmm. people. And as you see them as like a balloon head, look at each one of them individually and just say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. And then go through all of them and untie that balloon and watch them go away. Lastly is you. You're going to see yourself in front of yourself and you're going to look at yourself and you're going to go, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. And in that, you're also going to all of a sudden, this flood of energy is going to come through and you're going to realize what you've also held yourself back for, how you've punished yourself, how you've hurt yourself. And then you're going to untie that balloon. You're going to give yourself a big old fat hug and then you're going to let it go. And that's how you're going to have to work through that because you can't get closure from them all the time. Shannon, thank you so much for your phone call, and thanks for listening tonight. Yeah, we appreciate this. We're going to be running out of time very, very quickly here. I know. I'm going to ask, yeah, I'm going to ask another uh, chat room question, because I know uh, Corey's been trying to get through for uh, the whole evening and hasn't been able to, so Corey posted uh, the question in chat. Um, Corey says um, that there are several love interests, and Corey wants to know if... Uh, there should be any particular focus in any particular direction. Okay. So good luck with that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Corey. All right. So love interest. So when I, when I see this, actually, I'm going to drop you, actually, Corey, on the earthly path, and we're going to see what's happening. So there's three. Did you did he did you say there was three love several, interests? Several, several was the word. I see three. 
And Corey, they put you here in the center and then you're shooting up into three different levels. Um, one of them feels like somebody who's been around already or is possible X, almost X, current situation. Let it go. I can't sing it right now, but let it go. Uh, let that person go. You have the one individual that I see feels almost a little bit on the nerd scale. Go for that person because that is where you're going to get the most brain cell stimulation. And that is what is going to matter because this person feels as if they are more cerebral and they actually can carry on a conversation and it doesn't take on innuendo or anything unimportant as you're trying to discuss things. It feels like this person then opens you up to a whole new idea as to who you are and you are going to then start attracting new people to you based on who you finally realize you are. And this person is more like an earth angel. So you're going to enjoy the time with this person for what it is. And you'll then move on to those that you are now purposefully attracting to you. And so darker hair, it feels like this person has darker hair, possibly glasses, maybe just reading glasses, but the nerdy of the three. Go for the nerdy of the Go three. for the nerd of the three. I think that's wise advice. It is. Mm-hmm. All right. There you go, Corey. Um, we have time for one more phone call. We're going to take that one more phone call. But again, before we do, I apologize to everybody who was probably bloody fi- their fingers trying to dial to get through tonight. Um, you know, there's only so many calls we can take and so much time that we have. But please reach out to Rebecca. Go to her website, God's Tool. It's .com, Rebecca. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's dot com. And uh, you'll be able to connect with her through the YouTube channel, Facebook and her other social media and maybe participate in something else she's doing. Plus, I know we're going to have her back on our program here, too. I'm looking forward to that already. So yes. let's go to Matt. This is our very own Matt, in fact, in Cooperstown, New York. Hey, Matt, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How's it going? Great to be back. I hope everybody's doing well tonight. Thank you. You're on with Rebecca. Did you have a specific question, or you just want to see what she uh, sees in, in in going on with you? Well, um, I just kind of want to see what's going on, and if she has any uh, pointers on directions or anything like that. Okay, yes, absolutely. So the first thing that your guides are showing is actually there is a place above the beach on the dune, and it looks like a rainforest, and there are vines that all hang down. Each vine represents a different career path or a choice. And you started what looks like up this vine about a quarter of the way up. And you're just kind of swinging there. What it looks like you're about to do, excuse me, is get down off of that vine to go to another one, which means career path change and directive, um, direction change. And part of it, it feels very businessy. And it feels where um, I would be dealing with marketing and money. Um, It just feels very business oriented. 
And it also looks like a level of maturity is what causes this change as far as perception and perspective go in what Mm -hmm. you are driving yourself for. So it may have gone up this way and you're like, you know, this is what I want to do. And then you realize, but wait, if I want to do this and this, this is not going to, this is not going to take me where I need to go. I'm just going to switch gears now and head over to the other vine that will allow me then up high enough. Um, And then if I want, if you want, what people will do is then swing at a higher level to the next vine and where you're at right now wouldn't get you there. So these changes that are coming um, are probably a really good timing to be able to awaken to the idea that there are, there is business coming for you. And I would say that you may even roll these new ideas and concepts into the idea of running your own business in the future as well and having your own business. So, but it feels financial, it feels marketing, it feels investment. I mean, there's a lot to it about money and business and positive, mm-hmm. changing gears in a good way. Yeah. Did you have any other question? Well, it's interesting that you say that um, about the vines because I've been uh, thinking about changing, um, but, you know, something else. Um, wow, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, just one more quick question for you. What do you uh-huh. see um, besides that? Do you see anything else or? Well, where, you know, again, everything that is given is is usually in in hindsight. It is seen as, oh, I understand now. And mm-hmm. The one thing that I see here is as far as relationships go, it almost looks like in order for these new things to happen within your life, you're going to end up crossing a bridge. And when we do, when we cross bridges, they're singular journeys. And it takes us from a comfort zone to a place of newness, of risk, of someplace we've never been before. And people are not allowed to cross the bridge with us. So they have to find enough reason to find a way around to the other side uh, and find us as we cross bridges. And it feels as if there is a relationship that you may have had for a long time that is going to go through quite a bit of a bumpy road or may not turn out the way you were hoping because of that shift that you absolutely have to take. Um, and so when you lose because you're moving forward on your own path, that's not your fault. Okay. That makes sense. Hey, Matt, thanks for calling. Good to hear your voice. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. All right. So that's, yeah, that's going to do it for our, our show tonight. But, uh, Rebecca, when you connect with people like that, I mean, do you, you must get exhausted. You, you just for an hour and a half, almost an hour and a half, you did nonstop readings for people. Does that tire you out? Uh, yeah, it can. Sometimes though, it's really, it can be exhilarating because I'm, I'm not feeding on my own energy. Believe me, cause I would have been asleep a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I when I'm doing this I am just seriously praying just give me what I need to to do this for the people that I need to do it for 
And so it is exhausting though. My eyes, yeah, they to start be. to droop. Yeah. Has to be. Anyway, well, hey, listen, it was terrific to have you back on the program. I look forward to yes. having you here again. We always have such a great time. I know the audience loves it. I hope you enjoy it as well. It is. It's so much fun. They were great tonight. And let people know once again how they can uh, follow your other work and maybe participate in some of the other gallery readings. Sure. Um, Godstool.com is very simple or get on YouTube, um, Rebecca Foster, PhD, or on Facebook, you can search again, me or uh, just do forward slash God's reader. Um, I have some private groups that I do stuff in as well. TikTok is there really just there's there's a lot of ways. What's the deal with TikTok? I I, I can't figure it out. I don't understand. It's, okay. It looks to me okay. like it was this. Remember the thing? It was uh, Vines or Vine or something. It's like the same thing, but Vine didn't it really is. make it. Why does this? Why has this become so popular? You know what? I was on, and then I thought, no, I'm not going to do TikTok. I have too much going on. Well, then my son, who is B Rad Brad on TikTok. He's on there and he's got like half a million followers. And I thought. Half a million. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I thought I'm going to get on and have some fun and do some readings and just see what happens. And, you know, everything happens the way that it's supposed to. And so I have people on that I'm able to read for. And I, my whole thing is on TikTok, there's videos each everybody has their own comments on videos so i go to the very bottom and mm-hmm. i'm working my way up and harding everything and there are so many i don't know how i'm going to get through it but i am working on all of you i swear to you i am um and so that's how i got started on it with, with trying to see what i could do because i'm thinking if if Bradley can TikTok, <laughs> why can't I TikTok? Yeah, but Rebecca, you're falling into the trap that I fell into. My son, you know, does Twitch broadcasts. He does, and I'm like, oh, that looks easy. And then I go to do it, and I'm like, what the heck? Where's the special sauce? Because he has it, and I don't seem to. I'm not sure know, what it's all about. Right? <laughs> I know. Anyway, hey, thanks for being here tonight, Rebecca. Great to great to see you. Great to have you on the show. Look forward to doing thanks it again soon. Me. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, listeners. Beyond Reality Paranormal is hosted by J.V. Johnson and produced by Orion Palmer and Slick Eddie Edwards. Like us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please consider supporting the program either through your podcast platform, click on the link in the description, or on Patreon at Joha Productions. If you'd like to be a guest on Beyond Reality Paranormal or you have a recommendation for a guest, contact our producer, Slick Eddie Edwards. Eddie is spelled with a Y at slickeddieedwards at gmail.com.